Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Sheva Pincus. Sheva is the creator of Perfuming Intentions, a company that specializes in custom aromas for attracting love, marking a special occasion, and much, much more. Mm-hmm. Hello, Sheva. This is so fun. I, I, I really wish that people were going to be able to smell what's going on here right now, but they can contact I, you. I have developed a fun, like, sixth sense with poetry. Ooh, so, even better. So okay. po- the, the poetic nature of perfuming really makes it, it lends itself so well to radio and to podcasting and books because... It's it's um it's like how authors try to describe exactly. Oh, so this is gonna be fun. And the other thing with scent is we we don't have more than one or two words in our vocabulary that are specific to scent. Everything else is borrowed from all the senses. Interesting. Yes. Okay. All right. So when we're trying to explain how something smells, it's really an exercise in really like um metaphor and symbolism okay so are the words scent and smell is that or 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 scent smell olfactory but we have descriptive words like stinky (laughs) yes smells stinks but like You'd be hard pressed to come up to with come up with like you can't write five more. Yeah, how interesting. All right, yeah. well let's let's talk about this because yeah, this is really interesting that you create you create scents for people. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that is like you know the scent to I don't know. Do you have a scent that will I don't know give me lots of money because I'm yes. for that. <laughs> Actually, I do. I have one called Financial Abundance. (laughs) Oh, nice. Okay. Um, So I worked on creating, formulating, like, the main desires that people have. Okay. So I have about 12 main scents in my arsenal that are opposite from the the chakra scents. Right. But they are things like um, Financial Abundance. Attracting um, love. Uh, yes. Right. Attracting Which love. I think that would be a big one. I, I have one called Sexy Man, Sexy Woman. Oh. No, the other, it's not called Sexy Woman. It's called Feminine Seduction. Ooh. And then um, I have another one called New Baby, which can also go for like a new project. Okay. Um, another one like Adventure. So for newness, travel, vacation, like to get in that mindset, How even if you can't fun. be there. New home. Um like a home, like a home making, nesting kind of scent. Okay. Um, there's one, I, I can just keep going. Like, so, well, let me just ask you. So this is so interesting to me. How do you come up with these scents? Mm. I do best when I'm, it, it's like an artist. Okay. Creating art for commission. Okay. Versus an artist deliberately making art, thinking that, it's going to be perfect for other people. Right. As an artist myself, that almost always falls flat. Okay. It, it It's like when you're actually live in front of a person and you see their light, their shadow, their strengths, their weaknesses, 
that's what makes a really rich scent. Got yeah. So you do actually have to put a little stinky in something really beautiful <laughs> to make it whole. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of like we do in cooking? We put a little Absolutely. salt in the sweet thing. We put Absolutely. yeah. It's, it's like a balanced composition. Got yeah. So, um, being a former art teacher, I love doing this because it is like using those aspects of composition, and it is like painting. What opened to this door for you? When did you say, you know what, I, I, I've got a great smeller. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. You know, I think I was exposed to, well, I, let me backtrack. I have always been a super sensor. Okay. I can detect scents from far away. I can remember scents, like very distinctive from all different places. Like that was one of my main senses when I was young. Okay. But then I also noticed that as I got older, um, I found it to be more disabling than anything else. Like mm. everything was too loud, too visually stimulating, too stinky, too right. itchy. Just I... I probably after I turned maybe in, in my early 20s is when it started taking a turn and becoming more um, not a helpful trait. Got yeah. Okay. But it was a great party trick because um, <laughs> I could always guess all the ingredients in potluck dishes that people brought. Oh my gosh. Um, like it, as long as I had the exposure to a smell or a spice. Or an ingredient, I could identify it in something. That is later. so interesting. Were Were you the person? Because I know this has happened to me, and I can't remember the name of the store, which is probably good for them. Um, but uh, there was a store that was at the mall that all the teenagers wanted to go to, and I couldn't walk in it. The The smell made me. And I think it was Hollister. Sorry, Hollister. I'm uh, not your demographic, obviously. But yeah, it I would is. walk in there and just be like. Oh, this, I got to go. It was, not <laughs> only not for me. is it Hollister, but I actually happened to be located in the old Hollister. Really? At Chesterfield Mall. Does it still have its sense? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's embedded in the walls. Oh, my gosh. It, you, you would think that I caused that scent. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. It's still there. Yeah. It's awful. It, it kind of reminds me of, like, you know, when the, the young boys, when they got to, you know, kind of in their, before teenage years, I think this kind of started where they would all be, like, dousing themselves in acts, and you're like, whew, okay. Oh, it's, you it's know, the, I mean, that's kind of what it reminds So it must yeah. be that. It probably appeals to the the teenage, the teenagers. You know, and I think what we don't, as a perfumer, one of the things that shock me is that you would think I would work mainly with women. No, it's 50%. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. But I would say, like, I did a a study once just for, you know, marketing demographics, and the, the, the highest purchase, um, demographic who um, spends the most money on aromas are actually um, men okay. versus women are men. Okay. And then more specifically, African-American men from the ages of like 17 to 23. Okay. So it is, it is like, it, a re, they really, um, and men in general, love 
love scent and and I as a perfumer love men's scents. <laughs> like I think I think women's like gender specific um are I find a bit too flat. Like I find the the women's aromas a little bit um linear okay. and they they or too like too irritating, too sweet, too just too much. Yeah. Like I love I love flowers, but I don't love super floral scents. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because, like, I have one friend who's like, oh, I, I, she just can't stand vanilla, you know, which I kind of like vanilla in some things, but not over just yeah. all vanilla. Yeah. But I, I got to know this. So the chakras. Yeah. How did you come up with these scents for your chakras? Because oh, I'm, you know, I'm a huge fan of the whole chakra everything. Yes, so I didn't actually finish the question about okay. how I got into it. Oh, wait, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Look, well, let's go there. Thank yeah. you for reminding me. Yeah. So, um, I, so anyway, it, it was something that just got worse and worse and worse. And I knew I had this talent, but for like, I hate perfume and I've always hated, per- well, Starting in my twenties, I started hating perfume. No, I get it because I'm I've not I I personally don't understand the let's spend eighty dollars on something and I and I smell and I'm like well that smells nice but I don't really feel like oh that's totally worth it for me to get I just don't yeah I, it, it's it, the smell isn't that amazing to me that I feel this need to get it right and it's generally been an assault on my senses mm, rather okay. than a oh it expands me and. Um, so fast forward, it just got worse, worse, worse. Now I, and then like I, it, around 2017, I was really in bad shape and I was in a lot of pain and, um, actually trying to get off pain meds from post-surgery. Okay. Um, the doctor had me just on these really high amounts and, um, I couldn't ingest, I didn't want to ingest more. So I started looking into how it could something be applied topically that would reduce the, the nerve pain and the muscle pain. And, um, and, and so there's a significant amount that were, were aromatic chemicals, like essential oils. Okay. But as I started mixing them, like I could tell I was so much more fascinated by the essential oils and what they could do. Yes. And what happens when you blend them and how they become something entirely different. Right. And how it just started taking me on all these like little journeys and these stories I started making up in my head. And I thought, oh, this is way too much fun. <laughs> I, I I just got to like make the aroma. I and love the passion. I love away. the passion behind yeah. it. Yeah. So, so then like everything became like, could I make a smell out of that? Can I make a smell out of that? And oh, so my cool. apartment right. became this like um, laboratory taken over with jars everywhere. But I, I, um, I discovered though that the reason that I really wanted healing and um, or like once the pain symptoms were done, mm-hmm. um, going back to the life I had before as a teacher, every holiday break, I would want so badly to just rejuvenate my spirit right. and get back to wholeness. Right. And I would always do this like chakra retreat for myself. But the 
aromatic part of it. So I did this with multi-sensory okay. thing to get me back into the moment. So I, I made a tea that goes with that chakra, the crystal, the candle, the, the affirmations, the meditation. And then the scents I found were terrible. They just did not appeal to me in any way, shape, or form. And so that was like my next order of business. After I got the pain cream finished, I wanted to create a, a set of really beautiful aromas that smelled delicious and smelled um, like because I had studied um, herb- herbalism for about right. 30 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, as a hobby, <laughs> you know, just to kind okay. of help with healing stuff. Something to do in the yeah, meantime. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, I found that it it um, it informed and it informed and it supported what I knew and studied with aromatherapy and perfuming. So I wanted these to be really rich compositions and not just like the basic aromatherapy blends with like maybe two or three oils that are not compositionally blended gotcha okay and a really good composition is delightful because it just tells a long story like a song yeah okay so you had this pain and you were able to get off the pain medication because of this is and then you were like i'm on to something i need and you and and that's where also scent came in so what i did is i created an aroma that reminded me of what I wanted to create in my life. And, and so that, that I'll go into that in a second, but that process actually became my hallmark signature um, process of what I use with my clients. So what I discovered was that you can use aroma as an anchor and it can help you stay focused on like, you can actually create the smell of your future But what made it really work was anchoring it to a scent memory. Right. And that makes complete sense because scent has such, I mean, yeah. How many, I mean, everybody's had that experience. You're like, that smell, that smell reminds me of something. And then you go back into your memory banks and yeah, that's cool. So when pain is really loud Mm -hmm. and so you, you can't like really, hold a new thought like oh well when I get better I can start help helping others with this but the minute pain came on I would forget and I felt like I needed something tangible to like really hold to remind me and and then this aroma I I would put it like on a diffuser so I didn't have to wear it right and then I would just smell it and it was like attached with an affirmation and that blend was so specific to my memory bank and my vision of what I'm going to do in the future. And that's what I ended up doing with clients to create transformation or behavioral um, modification and and kids, you know, like test anxiety. This is exactly what I was just seeing. I was seeing kids and I was just seeing parents going, here, wait, spray this, (laughs) spray this so the kids are, you know. So effective with kids because they actually haven't formed their scent memory yet. Oh, interesting. Okay. This association, they they don't have to actually kind of override layers. It's just a straight path. Very cool. Oh, my gosh. This is so interesting. Okay, so chakras. Yes, yes. (laughs) I'm very interested in this. So 
Um, how, okay, so you've got these scents that are associated with each of the chakras. Yes. How do, um, do people use it? Like if they're feeling like I'm feeling really, I'm not feeling really grounded right now. I should probably use the red so that I, you know, I'm in my first chakra and I'm yeah. feeling a bit more grounded or I'm sad right now. So, yes. okay. So like with these, um, they, the, this, this part totally shocked me. Okay. Um, once they were done, which by the way, it took four years to oh, formulate like, wow. because okay. they are, I wanted them to be so energetically sensitive. Right. Um, and not only that, the, when I formed them, they were not just based on the, like I wanted something like, you know, how I was telling you about modeling something for a perceived target audience versus like a specific rich live person mm -hmm. as as an artist I know like the difference of drawing from a live model versus a photograph like right. it's just so much more alive and so that's what I did with these they are based on people that I knew in my life that were actually resonating at that chakra and and gravitated toward that chakra crystal and the personality of the crystal itself. Okay. So, like, say, um, root is is based on jasper and um, petrified wood, and so if, if and ruby and garnet, and and so I was thinking of those like as a as like a as a team. Right. Like, what would their personality be like? What What are some of the things that they love to do together? What is a story that would start unfolding? And then, as they also started formulating with that person, and what are their longings? What are their passions? What are their strengths right now? What are their weaknesses? Where do they need support? And so that's where like all that wisdom and knowledge of what I knew herbs could do and how plants can serve our well-being. Right. I just went to town trying, to, you know, to either create my own tinctures or find specific aromas that would do that and work from the energetic levels as well as the physical levels and, um, and really create this rich picture. So there's probably more than 20 essential oils in each composition. Oh, wow, really? Okay. And and when you look at the molecular uh, readout, it'd be far more than that. Oh, wow, that so, is so cool. Yeah. That is so interesting. I yeah. love it. So very rich. I can't wait to have you smell some. I, I mean, since we're talking about red, and um, I can just have you smell on the scent strip here. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, that is nice. Yeah, and yeah. it's really it's really rich when you smell it like wet. And after the podcast, I can right, right, give right. You. So, okay. so this thing that happened when I gave people like, oh, look at what I created. Naturally, people would rank them. Right. And then, you know, the first few, I'm like, well, that's pretty interesting. That's kind of accurate about what's going on with your life, um, given what I know right about chakras. And then, like, okay. I did several more, again, exactly accurate about what's going on in their life. And then after 12 times, I'm like, is there something to this? Like maybe because I kept thinking I was making it up. Well, what? yeah, it's hard it, until you get the confidence around it. Right. Because yeah. I know that one. I mean, you know, like I, I know that just from working with people in various ways that sometimes I'm like, am I am I hearing <laughs> am I hearing this right? Like, am I giving these people 
and you know, and I don't think it's me. I think it's spirit working through you. Right. You know, it's like you're channeling something, exactly. right? But in it, and it's like, did I hear that right? Am I saying the right thing? And I think that um, the more you do it, and then you get that confirmation back from that person, yeah. then you, that's when you start really gaining the confidence that I am. You know, because that's that's one of the things that I'm working actually right now to help people with is right. kind of get out of your own way. Like, you know, absolutely. musicians channel, they channel their music, That's they the channel words. It. Like there, there's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of people out there that channel in different ways, but, but if you can get out of your own way and not second guess and start to right. have confidence and know that you're hearing things correctly, ooh-wee, that, that's that helpful actually, in life. That's not a woo-woo concept. That's actually the flow state. The and flow state. I keep hearing yeah. about the flow state. Or being yes. in the zone. Right. Um, and that's where we can do superhuman things, and um, which is what I am trying to do with I these love sets. It. You know, That's um, amazing. So I'll tell you about that in a second. There was one thing I wanted to get back to, and that was um, – when oh so I started doing strangers and they were very accurate and so at this point there I'm, you go yes. I'm up to 494 aroma readings as oh of today my gosh. and I'm almost at 500 and the oh, there have been only two in all that time that were like no that's not what's going on with me at all but what I discovered with those two clients were they were in a very triggered trauma state. Yes. And when you're in a state like that, you, you're not in your body. Well, and you also, I, I've noticed people, I know what kind of people you're talking about. They also, um, a, a lot of these people are living a story and they can't get beyond that story. They just, that's like, this is my story. I'm sticking to my story. And anything you tell me, it's not going to help. It's not going to help. Nothing's going to help me. This is my story. Here's right. why it's not helping me. And and it's a very difficult thing to get that person beyond that story to help them break free from the, you know, it's the, it's the thought thing. So when people say, I knew that was going to, I knew this terrible thing was going to happen. I knew it was. Right. I knew it was because I just, I knew it. I could feel it. I just knew it was going to happen. And you're like, but you, you've been thinking it's going to happen for a long time. You created Thoughts it. Of things. course this happened. Absolutely. So, Start having different thoughts. Start thinking of, of things in a, a much more lovely manner. Absolutely. Have a, have a better outcome in your head than the thought process of this bad thing's going to happen, and I just know it is. And like, well, you're, you are correct. It probably will. <laughs> yes, exactly what we believe we'll perceive, exactly what we um, where uh, attention goes, energy flows. Like, yes, you know, that there's yes. that. There, that um, and that's the thing why I love aroma for couples so much, you know, creating their signature scent together because it, it love is so challenging. You know, oh, relationships, yeah. relationships are, so are very difficult. Yes. And being able to ca- capture the the parts that they love about each other, their their most their their most sacred times together and and really build that story and and focus on that story and retell that story that's what they create more of it's beautiful beautiful yeah. so so tell people how they can find out about you where where can they find out more oh yeah shevapinkus.com 
and um, backslash perfuming intentions, or you can look up any of my handles at perfuming intentions on Instagram or Facebook. Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. And so, and you've always got cool stuff going on. So go check it out always and learn more some fun and events. find out. Yeah. I love absolutely. it. Well, I have some questions for you, ma'am. Absolutely. Are you ready for your fun questions? Yeah. So I have a feeling you totally have this one. What is it? You've already given us some, but give us another fact or a piece of trivia that you know that other people are always surprised when you tell them. That scent is a powerful truth barometer. Ooh. So we have scent receptors in other parts of our body, not just our nose. And so that's why, like, when people do the aromas and they put them in order of preference, it actually reveals their body's wisdom. Okay. So your body will tell you the truth of what's going on with you. And um, what so what you can smell in two seconds, you might have to meditate three hours to get that same wisdom. Okay. So it's a and, and so knowing how to work with really energetically sensitive aromas and then... But the, that body will tell you yeah, what's going on. That's awesome. Yeah. Ooh. Where, do you know where there are other scent receptors? There's are? some in our there's some in our gut. Okay. Some in our um in our mouth. Okay. Um, we have quite a few in our mouth. Um, that and makes then, sense. Yeah. Um, many in our brain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I it's, love it. it. And we're still figuring it out. There's just we're just starting to do more olfactory research beyond um, like diagnostic and COVID related. Got ya. Mm-hmm. Got ya. All right. My next question for you is, is there a song either from a long time ago or now, whenever that you just had on repeat? It was almost like your anthem. You loved this song. Um. Ain't nothing going to break my stride. <laughs> Ain't nothing going to slow me down. That's oh, very no. appropriate for I've you. I've got to keep on moving. <laughs> Is that the song you play when you... Because there's certain songs I feel like, you know, I'm like, ooh, I'm feeling blah. I got to put this song on, and then that will change change how I'm feeling right now, which I can imagine is also what people can do with the sense, exactly. right? Like you can so fast. Yeah. It's such a fast shift to change your mood, change your emotions, change your behavior even. Well, who does that song? I can't think of who does that song. Do we know who does that song? Is that one of those it's songs that was the like 80s? It's they had like one hit and I don't remember. All right, we'll get to it. We gotta yeah. find it. Somebody yeah. out there is, is Googling yeah, it right now. I know, Thank I you. Remember. I wish I could hear you. You can yeah. tell us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Okay, so um, this podcast is all about kindness. And when I meet people who I know are taking kindness next level, which you are, this is really fascinating. I mean, I just never even thought about, I mean, yes, sense. I mean, I understand sense. And I mean, I'm, I'm all about I'm burning incense at home and Palo Santo and sage and all of that yeah. good stuff. But I, I just have never thought of you utilizing sense as a way to heal or, or to, you know, get yourself back into a, a much more aligned place or what have you. So that this is beautiful and this is kindness, but, but tell us something that you've either witnessed, received, or given recently around kindness. So I have to say, um, when I noticed this, when I was starting to create the, the rose quartz 
uh, compassion spray. Yes. That's why I call it compassion spray. Um, because I um, noticed that when I was feeling irritable with my partner, I... Um, like there, there was a time period where I was working on the rose formulation and then days when I wasn't. And the days that I were was working on it, I was so kind. I was so gentle. I was so patient. Can we just like spray this on the streets right now? I Can we get, Remember how they used to do That's that with mosquito I'm spray? So Let's just like load up some it. trucks around the city and spray it. I, I was thinking about putting some of this... And even some like, like creating a formulation for the things that are happening in the Middle East. Yes. Um, that, you know, my, my idea is oud and pomegranate and a little of the rose quartz uh, accord and spray it everywhere. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we need to get yeah. doused. We need to douse the earth in this but right it's, now. That's how energetically um, strong plants can be yeah you know right. and 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 I don't know if you could pick up that I mostly work with naturals yeah no I yeah, yeah I got that yeah I figured that yeah. I didn't think you were off formulating some chemicals somewhere I mean I will use it for people's specific scent memories like there was mm -hmm. one client I had that really wanted a bubblegum smell oh um, like interesting a candy bubblegum okay and so I like went and found it and oh how fun it. okay but but for the most part, it's very high natural, and and I I just feel like um, the the ability to just bring someone a, a fast shift and a fast joy is that simple. Is, to is allow them to smell get something. this get the compassion out, yeah, in scent form. Mm -hmm. I love it. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's so interesting. One more thing before we we end. Tell tell us a bit more about the tea too. I wanted to learn yeah. more about your teas because they're so, they're absolutely beautiful. Okay, so um, that pre that 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 predated my love of aroma. Gotcha. Okay, and so I think that when I. I, I, this was sort of in tandem with my teaching career, but I love tea. I love like the ceremony around tea. I loved it so much that I had like hundreds and hundreds of teas at my apartment and, and tea cups and tea paraphernalia. When people came over, I would love to serve them tea. And the way I did it was just like how I formulate perfume it's like so what color are you feeling and oh cool what's the emotion you want to have right now caffeine or herbal and then I would go back and I would create their remedy and bring them this beautiful cup of tea but then you know the same thing is like okay well I know how to do this I know how I knew how to so that so that actually came before the perfume so I okay formulated the tea blends first and then later the, the the aroma came, but because of my herbalism background, right. um, plants just fascinate it's, me. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And and the thing that I the reason why I'm keep doing it is because of this this one more fact. When you engage all five senses at the same time with a singular intentional focus mm -hmm. that can immediately drop you into that flow state nice that profound presence and flow state is a great wonderful beautiful place to be 
Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I just love having the mess sets and, you know, being able to see them all have their, their like, their little family. I love senses. it. Well, Shava. 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 Yes, that's like it. Like a Shava. We just went through this in the beginning. I'm like, Shava or Shava? And she's like, Mish or Mish? And we're like, okay, we got to get our names straight. <laughs> We've met before, but we have, we have interesting names, so it's going to happen. Yeah. But Shava, thank you so much. Thank you for everything that you oh do. Gosh, and I love that you pleasure. bring this passion to, to earth. This is just wonderful and lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much. And everyone out there, you've been listening to Mishmash Podcast. So go out, have a wonderful day, be kind, and uh, get some good smells in your life. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs>